Welcome back to Count the Hegemony. Today's episode is the second part of a series about the crisis of social democracy. In the last video that you can find here, I discussed two factors that help understand the decline of social democracy. First, the transformation of capitalism over the past decades, and second, changes in the social structure. Today, I will add two more crucial points to the analysis and provide some insight on what the future holds for social democracy. A third factor that explains the decline of social democracy is the subordination to neoliberal hegemony and the adoption of so-called third-way policies. In the 1980s, neoliberal ideas increasingly began to shape political discourse. The core of neoliberalism is the conviction that individualized market-based competition is superior to other forms of organization. Neoliberals aim to strengthen private property rights and extend the market to all areas of society. In the late 1990s, Tony Blair's advisor Anthony Giddens and the former Ministry of the Schröder government in Germany, Bodo Hombach, began to advocate for a social democratic variety of neoliberalism. The so-called third way aimed to reconcile right-wing and left-wing politics. It provided a reinterpretation of the social question and an attack on the welfare state and trade unions. According to Giddens and Hombach, the working class had largely disappeared. So social democratic parties could no longer rely on the working class vote. The traditional left-right divide had also become obsolete. So social democratic parties should shift their political focus to the middle classes and present themselves as parties of the center. The adoption of the third way created a hybrid identity. Meritocracy, labor market flexibilization and the competitive state of the neoliberals on the one hand, equality, social justice and humanistic values on the other. Under the third way, the struggle for votes increasingly replaced the efforts to actively shape voter preferences and form collective identities. Market-friendly experts, finance-oriented economists and spin doctors moved to the fore and began marketing social democratic policies. The shift to neoliberalism ensured that policies proposed by social democratic parties no longer differed from those of its competitors. Particularly on economic and social policy issues, social democratic parties could hardly be distinguished from liberal and conservative forces. Large sectors of the working class turned towards right-wing populist parties, which presented themselves as the new workers' parties. The neoliberal turn destroyed the credibility and ability of social democracy to present a political alternative to the electorate. The loss of credibility now makes a quick turnaround at the ballot box considerably more difficult. A fourth factor that helps explain the current crisis of social democracy are organizational and cultural changes within social democratic parties that have increasingly alienated the party leadership from members and voters. Under neoliberalism, social democratic parties have witnessed a transformation from mass integration parties 
two oligarchic and anti-democratic cartel parties made up of professional politicians that are primarily focused on securing public offices. Many party functionaries have middle-class backgrounds and often act detached from the working-class voters. The internal transformation of social democratic parties have also resulted in programmatic changes. Class politics and socioeconomic issues that impact the lives of the working majority have increasingly moved to the back, while cultural questions and identity politics have become more central. This programmatic reorientation of social democratic party elites over the past years has surely contributed to the alienation of its former core electorate. So what does the future hold for social democracy? The neoliberal growth model has been in a deep crisis at least since 2008. This crisis has given rise to a multitude of protests by various social movements and occasional successes of social democratic parties. Yet the crisis of social democracy is far from over and many questions remain. Are social democratic policies under globalized capitalism still possible? Or were the social democratic successes of the past based on exceptional economic conditions that will not return? Is the decline of social democratic parties in the 21st century ultimately inevitable? Or is a renewal of social democracy still possible? And if yes, should social democratic parties shift to the right? Or should they rather refocus on the interests of the workers, reject neoliberalism and strengthen the welfare state to stop the right-wing wave? The rise of politicians as different as Obama, Trump, Corbyn or Meloni has shown that many people are longing for social and political change. That does it for today. Let me know what you think by leaving your comments below. And please don't forget to subscribe. As always, many thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next time.